So we did it guys. We started something new and here we are back again with episode two. Who would have ever thought? But I, I can't explain how much that episode meant to me. I can't put towards the appreciation I have for everybody who actually listened in and shared such encouraging words, words of encouragement for sharing their stories too and just letting me know, Carol, imagine you're not alone. My, my, I've been struggling, struggling, struggling with the same. And you know what? I'm actually looking forward to you finding yourself in this journey because it might actually help me or them find their own passion as well. And as you might know, um, episode one was just about the frustration of not knowing your passion or not figuring out your passion ear in, ear out and looking back and realizing, oh my God, I just spent close to three decades living life and never having fi figured out my passion. And I figured, let me get one of my biggest cheerleaders and we can have a conversation around it. Um, he is silly but he's also very intelligent and you know there wouldn't be any other person i would rather have or start this kind of conversation with and it's none other than my partner so we'll just call him mr p and see what gems he can drop for us because i need it and clearly we are many that need it so mr p welcome Hi, Carol with a K. Um, yeah, it's great to be on um, this podium. Uh, in fact, for this case, I want to call myself uh, Mr. K, just so that we can fit in with the theme. Eh? Anyway, so um, <laughs> picking up from um, your last um, episode, talking about passions and what drives you. Uh, in this case, you're talking about nothing drives you. So we'll take it up from uh, nothing. The hardest question to answer is um, what 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 gets you up in the morning, you know? What is this thing that would make you wake up at 5 a.m. to go and drive and do or achieve? Um, the challenge I'm having here is because uh, you don't have it or you said you don't have it. So, so, you know, that, that complicates issues. But you every day. Yes. Meaning, uh, where people are supposed to get up and go and chase, you, you want to go and sleep because... <laughs> <laughs> sleep is your passion and there's nothing wrong with that by the way because as you hear there are a lot of a lot of visions a lot of insights um inspirations that come out of our quiet moments our places of uh, nothingness so a big difference between men and women i think is we have more places to go for nothing than um women do because when a man tells you, by the way, what's on your mind? Nothing. It is actually true. There's nothing on his mind. He's just drifting in this space where uh, the asteroids and other things collide in in some uh, vacuum. And so when you ask for logic out of that vacuum, sometimes you won't always get that logic. But for you, uh, women especially, because you have so many things that are happening in your mind, when you go to that quiet place, there are many times that you come out of it with things that actually drive you to the next level, inspire you to do something interesting, uh, make you start on something that you've not done before. 
Uh, so it's always interesting uh, when you're coming out of such a place because it, it pushes you to want to do something different, uh, which is what you've done here, and this is quite impressive. The challenge is uh, how do you follow that up? You know, once you've now set the pace, you've built um, a bit of a structure and a foundation. How do you follow through on it? Um, how can there be a passion from nothing? You know, uh, how do you create interest? in uh, everyday life because ideally everyday life is what is of interest to everybody uh, it's the things that we do on a daily basis not things that we imagine or things that uh, we read or watch somewhere it's the life that we live on a daily basis if you can find a way to plug into that and start finding meaning from that some find meaning in their work others in their families others in their um, hobbies i think you mentioned that uh, yeah, you're trying to discover or develop uh, a hobby and uh, all these big books that we read for you know motivational speakers and writers some of whom you know just sit down and create things out of nothing are trying to encourage us to do some of them uh, we can't really follow through because they are so hard to relate to and so yours is such an interesting easy uh, aspect to plug into because we are here with you yeah um so so let, let me ask yes um is there any one time in your life you ever found yourself in like my situation where you actually didn't know what even not drives you or have you always known have you always had that one thing in you that you knew you always loved and always drove you or was there a time in your life that you actually just struggled to find purpose Oh, well, everybody has those struggles. There was a time when uh, um, my life was dictated or driven by structures, processes, systems, uh, what people are saying, what the world expects, what society uh, demands of, of me. Uh, but over time, I think this must have started in high school, I realized that I had some uh, skills or talents that people would be interested in, in the sense that I would write something and somebody would come and say, hey, this is quite interesting. Can you write for me? Can you, um, you know, I want to write a letter to my uh, girlfriend, for example. Uh, can you give me a few pointers? Then I give the pointers and I try and, you know, uh, put myself in their shoes and what would I be telling this person that I've never met? And then I tell them, go and now beef it up and, you know, put in your emotions because that's the only way the letter becomes uh, quite interesting uh, to get the impact it requires. And so with that, I realized, much as I didn't really like my own writing, um, that other people actually were interested in it. And now they started pushing me to want to write more. It's one of the things that I do anyway. I, I, I try to write. Uh, and so when I got better at it, I realized that it's something, if I'm able to stick to it, I'll get even uh, better. And I can probably create something out of that nothing that uh, writing was. So I didn't um, discover it um, deliberately, it was by chance. Somebody just said, eh, "You seem to be quite good in this, and how about making this uh, something bigger than it is right now?" So that's how writing became a passion, and by extension, because of writing, reading also became a passion. Because you can't really write if you don't read. You can't really uh, create stuff if you're not seeing how other creators are doing it. So many times we pick out from what other people are doing. I think the only person who ever did anything original was must have been Adam. Yeah, all the rest of us are just, we follow through on what other people have done and improve and get better. So to answer that question, yeah, the the passion is discovered. Uh, it's not. Did your love letters work for you? 
Uh, for me, <laughs> I could have said uh, you're an embodiment of the same. However, we didn't uh, exchange the many letters. I didn't, uh, you know, this day and age now, it's chatting and texting, so it doesn't help too much. It doesn't bring out that skill. So now my my all this serious uh, language that I have has been appended by WhatsApp and um, names and other things. So in school, it worked. For a fact, it did work. But thereafter, as we got into this uh, digital age, uh-huh. increasingly, you know, it's not that strong a skill in terms of people don't really want to receive letters. There are very few people who write letters, very people, few people who even send cards. All of us are just doing digital things. We are picking stuff from the internet, uh, forwarding to others, picking quotes, creating them to be ours, Googling. So it's not too helpful. However, to just get back on track, yes. If you get a, uh, something that drives you to want to do more and you don't care too much about making, actually from the onset, making money or it, it just makes you happy to do, many times you can be able to convert that to become uh, something more than just a hobby. How uh, many can you count that uh, you love, that you find yourself doing on a day-to-day? Those types of things. Yeah, things. You always say, <laughs> you find your passion for the things you do on a day-to-day. Yes. So what do you do on a day-to-day? How many times have you written this week? Oh, that, well, I write. I think I write on a daily basis. Okay. So, yeah, what I'm lucky with in uh, writing, I have apps on the phone, even when I'm idle, when I'm... Um, uh, well, I have another passion for running, so uh, jogging or outdoor exercises. You get to a place and you're catching your breath and you try and, rem- and you remember something in that clarity of running through some forest or a road or somewhere outside. You remember something and you get out your phone and you type there and you know, you will get two, three sentences out. Those two, three sentences are usually the beginning of a longer story and they're the base, but they're the most interesting part because from, from those three sentences, you can build a whole novel. And so I, I don't have a place and time for writing. Whenever I am where I get the bug and something comes to mind, I'll write, I'll note down, I'll jot, which then has led me to have so many different um, articles that I've written, which I've never really come out to publish. I think there are more than 100, which I know I'll go back to at some point and now, you know, clean up, put in the right content that I want, try and get um, it addressing the specific audience that I wanted to address, and then uh, put it out there and then just wait and see, you know. We can't really put uh, stuff out when you're trying to create with the intention of getting, you know, a lot of people to follow or uh, likes and all. It's actually for your own good. It's actually to to build or to grow your own self. It's more for yourself than than anybody else. So that's why that passion should be something that, as I was saying, can get you up at five in the morning <laughs> or like for you, can make you go to bed at five in the morning and you're like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Yeah, And uh, you don't struggle to do it. Uh, and it's one of the challenges I think I see with a lot of entrepreneurs who have been forced into a certain space. You're told, yeah, this thing is good for you. Maybe you need to start creating this. You need to start doing that. But the moment you realize that you're waking up at 10 o'clock to go and start on a hustle, that is not necessarily your passion. Because the guys who are driven, they go to bed at about maybe you know, 9, 10, and they are thinking in the morning, what am I starting with? If I get up, what will I be doing? And by 3 a.m., because of the, the stuff that is going through their minds in creating, they can't even get sleep. And they get up and move and start doing. Uh, they may not even have seen the end. They've not seen what it is that this thing will end up being. I mean, like, just like your your podcast, we don't know how it's going to morph into something bigger and better. So yes, but we have to keep at it. And it's hard to force. This one just has to be natural. That's when you realize it's a passion. You don't force. 
Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. So the whole premise of the first episode was the fact that I clearly can't find any passion. So you know me. You've learned me for a while. If you want. Because <laughs> <laughs> the whole point of bringing you on is to help me and help by extension all the other people who are stuck as well. Mm. So since me, I'm stuck. I want an outside lens. From what you know about me, where do you think would be the right place to start? You've seen my day-to-day. You've seen it all. You see what makes me happy, what ticks me off. Where would she start? Do happen to she Not going. Well, Jakwama, you're not even stuck. By the way, stuck means no ideas come to mind nothing come this is an idea it has come to mind you've born it you've birthed it you know uh-huh. it started off it's in infancy it's actually going the you know what do you call the baby court completely helpless but now it depends on which way you want it to go you know so ideally the the first thing of course you have to figure out what is it that you enjoy doing so you said sleep uh, sleep is tricky because now how do, no, no 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 this sleep story is interesting <laughs> How do we commercialize sleep? It's very hard to commercialize sleep. By the way, if you figure that out, you know, we are all dry, we are all dry. Uh, millionaires, yeah. yeah? Yeah, it's very hard. However, what are these things that are related to sleep that you can probably latch on to, you know? So, <laughs> but what comes to mind when you're just shutting down, when you're about to sleep, what things come to your mind? Because maybe that's your creative space uh-huh. in that sleep. Um, you dream a lot. I mean, that yeah. just, yeah, it's a fact of life. I, and I think it goes without saying, if somebody sleeps a lot, I think they'll dream a lot. And know? it's strange that you so, don't dream. Yeah, amazingly, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what that is. I think people are just different. I don't mm. get dreams. Uh, maybe it's something that I'm, I feel it's, uh, I'm, it, this is discriminatory. Why can't I dream? Because I also want to get this vision. Introspect, and, introspect. <laughs> I think maybe I put myself out there so much. I live, it's uh, typically what we say in sports, you leave everything on the field. You've done so much, pushed yourself so hard that by the end of the day, when you're shutting down, I shut for real. I think, you know, yeah. three minutes, five minutes, I'm gone. I'm left yeah? talking to myself. Uh, yeah, most of the time. But it's not a bad thing. It just means that we have, have different sinks. You sink in a different way with your thoughts and the things that have happened during the day. You internalize and then you find a way to get them out of the system. And sometimes they manifest themselves in visions and things that have been bugging you in the mind. So you get dreams that are sometimes positive, sometimes they're negative, sometimes they're neutral. Sometimes you don't even understand. Yeah. You need Daniel or a Daniel somewhere to come and uh, interpret them or a Joseph. However, for me, I shut and then in the morning I get up and I get into the day. So if you can get a place where things that you feel you're good at, that's usually the starting point. When you sit down by yourself, what are people saying you're good at? What 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 did your teachers ever say you are good at? What what do your what does your family say you're good at? Your friends, your colleagues, your uh, even your haters. What do they say that uh, I don't like her because she seems to beat me on this? She's always so good in that. Is it making friends? Is it bringing people together? Is it socializing? Is it making things happen? Is it catching up on a fire and uh, driving it into a place that can actually impact people and make things change for the better, especially in society. Because that thing that you're good at, you it's easy to convert that into your passion and you'll not struggle with it. Things that you're not good at, you struggle with and you come to hate. It's like going to a work workplace where you're not enjoying the job. When you don't enjoy the job, you don't do a good job. The output is poor. 
if you enjoy the job, even when the pay is poor, you realize that your output is so good that it's usually a stepping stone to something else. And people start noticing, eh, if you want somebody who does whatever, whatever, there is so-and-so. As in, you stand out so clearly on the things that you're good at. So that's what you need to discover. Now, in all your work life and all the things you've been able to do, school life and all, I'm sure, I'm sure there are things that you've realized you're good at doing this or that or the other. So I would ask, what are you good at? One thing, two things. Again, I remind you, that's the struggle. But you know, if it was easy as it was if it was as easy as you're making it seem, then why would we be so many struggling right now? It's not that we're not aware we've never got, you know, those parts on the backs, but why isn't that in our adult life it has not materialized into anything? For the life of me, I keep semi back when I was younger. Was good. <laughs> Why are you laughing? When I was younger, I was good at um, running. I used to be a sprinter. Now, am I going to go back to the track right now and start relieving that? No. Well, you still could, <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's leave it at the no for now. Eh? Then, what else? We established books. No, I love to chill. I love to chill. You feed. I love to chill, watch movies continuously. I think anything that involves relaxation, a good time, a good laugh, good food, that's my passion. Okay, so for the good stuff, because you know the good things, mm-hmm. you obviously know the things that are not good, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, this is my take. Uh, it's ridiculous, but it's my take anyway. Uh-huh. If you are to find out, like you watch a lot of movies, you watch a lot of uh, uh, social media events, uh-huh. you see people, you could be a critic, you know? Uh-huh. Even a critic is a passion. But a critic in the sense that you can point out stuff and see how those things can be changed for the better. For example, if you go and you watch um, news or a show or something, a clip, you could take notes on it and like, hey, I watched this, whatever, but did you see how the dress, whatever, if I was whatever, I would match this, that, the other, assuming you're good in colors and dressing. Or if it is food, a food channel, or somebody's cooking or whatever, you say, yeah, this has been put together nicely, whatever. But when you put this and that together, it doesn't actually help. It actually messes up because I understand very well. I know about uh, mixing one thing or another. When you mix this ingredient with the other one, it doesn't come out very well. So that's a start in terms of beginning to now identify stuff that you can actually be passionate about. Now what and if half the time my mind has just been blown? I'm mind blown <laughs> by the things I'm watching. I'm like, Aki Amunga, I've never thought like that. I've <sighs> learned. Yeah. It would be hard to be a critic. So a book or the other tangent. You have to. You You see, one of of, uh, the the downsides of our very interesting uh, education system in Kenya, and which is what, you know, the part of it is a fault, but we'll see how we can get over it one day, is when we were, would score 18 math, uh, 19 English, um, 75 in uh, science, and then... 25 in uh, geography, 30 in Swahili. Uh, what used to happen for us would get beaten on the things that we were poor at. Instead of being encouraged on the things that we were good at. Because we needed to be to stand out for something. But we were not standing out on anything. We were actually becoming average because we stopped being good in the things we were very good at and we start investing more time on the things that we were poor at. So that now all of a sudden we are all average Joes. When you come in class, everybody's at 50, 60. But there was a guy who would have been 80, 90 on sciences and he would have dropped these other things that weren't of interest to him. You have to now figure out what are the things that you're doing which don't really add value to your life. And what are the things that you feel so good about when you're doing and you try and start doing more of them. I know one of them is cooking. 
but it's a mood swing thing. Yeah, there are times when ah, the passion is there, you want to really cook, you want to put together. And then you become so creative, you don't even use recipes and things. Eh? You just put together your own things and they come out very well. I mean, anybody who has tested your food can tell. Yeah. And another one is, you know, when you're putting together outfits, when you're suggesting uh, dress codes, things like those, you're already very good in those ones. They're already at your fingertips. Of course, we know that a lot of people are already in that industry. Mm. But the fact that they are in there doesn't necessarily mean that they are good. It's because when they got there, maybe there was nobody else who could challenge them. And they felt that, yeah, this is their thing. Yeah, it's not always that we have the best people doing tours and travel. We're the best people doing uh, uh, coaching. We have the best people. It's, they got themselves into that space. One or two people told them they were good at it. And they picked it up. And now they are doing something about it. You could go in there and improve on what it is that they are doing. Or create something that is a tangent of that thing which you think is a passion. When I think about sleep, um, I can't go beyond. Uh, can we go and start looking at uh, Vitaform, Slumberland? You know these guys. What wow. can you talk to them about their mattresses and beddings and things, giving them ideas? They are already probably getting some, but is it holistic? When you sleep, do you feel comfortable in the bed that you sleep in? What can we convert this sleep? Because this is very important, this aspect of sleep. We still have to discover this passion of yours. We still have to discover it. It's probably not going to be in the immediate term, in the interim. It's not going to even be in the short term. It's probably medium term to long term. We will discover it. But in the meantime, we have to find a way to keep the momentum going so that by the time we get there, we will be happy in the output that we come up with. And you can, uh, of course, expect and uh, be guaranteed that I will be there every step of that work. <laughs> but yes, it's a tough one. It's hard yeah. to discover a passion for somebody when you're on the outside looking in. It's very hard. You can suggest things, you can talk about stuff that you think they can do, but the fire has to be lit within. It's the way we say teachers don't uh, fill our minds. They ignite our vessels where you get us back and you say, I'm going to run with this because a teacher said I could be good in that or the other. Mm. Yeah. There's got to be a way. There's got to be something. So let's start or end here. No, this is no, no, no. This is the start. <laughs> the start is important because now we have a platform and we have a foundation on which the pedestal on which to now step forward. And we will be reviewing and asking, eh, where are we now? No, I don't and even know whether I feel more controlled or even more confused after talking to you. No, no I have ideas for Sidhu and getting Vitaform, Slumberland, and whatnot. That is on the sleep level for. <laughs> Almost doing nothing, going into the nothing space. When you go into the nothing space, uh-huh. that's what you'll come up with. But there's got to be other things that just before you drift off to sleep, what do you think of? What have I done today? What have I been able to achieve? What am I planning to do tomorrow? Mentally, just mentally, not even actually writing down being this. Maybe I'm just normally there building castles so, so that I can sleep well. What are those castles? Are there outputs from what the hobby will be, but not the hobby itself? Is it those ones of when I no, get No, it's just imagining, you know, all the things that I want to happen to me, all the things when I want in my when, life. When you're that successful person. Yeah. So you're asking, how do we get to be that successful person? No, so that you I can am picturing myself being successful, enjoying the fruits of my success. Okay. How, so, do you have a, a vision, a photo of how we get to that place, the, of that success? It's very place? clear in my head. How Every day changes. So, what things uh, we, today, we, we do? Today, yeah. I'll be picturing I'm in a jet. Anyway, I'm okay. joking. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even thought of a jet. I'm joking, I'm joking. By the way, I don't know. It's just, I think it's a lot of make-believe, mm. but it's also, it's also actually things 
um, I would love to happen to me. Mm. So maybe half the time I'll just be picturing a what? I'm doing what? I don't know. I can't even think in these exact moments. I know. That's okay. I can tell you for a fact, you're good with people. I'm good with people. Yes. You're very so good with people. Monetize that. So you have to find a way. Anything that you will be doing, which will be a passion, has to be around people. people. You see, I'm not very good with people. Me, I'm good with words and things oh, and yes. machines. So I talk a lot to those things. Then people come in later. So you're good with people. Two, you're good with making sense out of things that don't make so much sense. In this, in, in this aspect, if there's something that somebody is trying to create or do, and you can see the gaps and flows, you're very good at coming in and saying, but hey, you better try it this way, correct it this way or that. Processes and systems. Basically, this thing called execution. You're very good at execution. What you need to find out is, what can you execute for yourself? You're good at executing on plans and ideas and strategies. Can you find a way to build those strategies so that you can execute them mm-hmm. rather than having to execute others that have already been brought up? Mm-hmm. Because uh, I think in management, they usually say execution eats strategy for lunch, which simply means mm-hmm. that you can have all the strategies in the world. If you don't have somebody who can actualize yeah, this so strategy like, into, yes, yeah. then you're dead. Your strategy is dead. You're good at actualizing, at executing. Start with or continue with executing the ones that you've been running with, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, whether it's family. Uh-huh. Continue with those ones. Execute those ones as you go along. You'll start realizing what others can you come up with and execute faster for yourself. Now, trying to commercialize or monetize this skill that you have. Because that is one of those skills. There are many. I've tried to bring that one out. <laughs> the one you got out for sleep is a struggle uh-huh. for all of us. So we'll stick to this one that I have said. <laughs> I believe in my opinion. <laughs> Execution is A1. Yeah, I find So then you'll be coming up with the strategies. So we partner up, come up with the strategies and then I execute. Now, then I can eat you for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> a strategy. One of the challenges you have for passion is <laughs> as a vision bearer, the bearer of the passion, mm-hmm. it's very hard to depend on somebody else to trigger something for you. It's very hard. That's why I'm saying we have to figure, get to a place where we can get the strategy as well as the execution. Mm. For now, we'll continue the execution and try and see what other strategies we'll pick up. But you have to find a way to control this process end-to-end when it is your passion. That is the only way you can live to convert the passion into actually uh, monetizing it or impacting other people who would actually benefit from it. So, so that I don't kill myself with yeah. expectations or you know set myself up mm. with such... What? I've set myself up for failure mm. and set up so much, such high expectations for myself. So how long is long enough for me to actually get to that self-actualization on my passion? So if one year later we are still on this conversation, am so, I failing? Am I, it's okay. No, I should be no, comfortable yeah. and content. We have different journeys, different journeys. Everybody has a different journey. So what timeline should I give myself? Yeah. So ideally, you need to do a bit of what we call goal setting. Mm. Set your goals, decide medium term, I mean immediate, short term, medium term, long term goals. Mm. Short term is like zero to, you'll be amazed, three years. Of course now, society has changed. So short term nowadays is like 12 to 18 months. Mm. And then medium term is anything from one and a half years to five years. Mm-hmm. Long term is anything five years and above. Ideally, that's how I look at it. 
So you need to work backwards. What do you want to have achieved? What do you want to have done in three years, in one and a half years? Then we start working backwards. What do we need to put in every year, every month, every week, every day? So for this person, what do I need to be doing for it on a daily basis? So if I'm saying, okay, I want to write, it means every day I need to put in some work, even if it is three, five sentences. Mm -hmm. Of course, the longer you do, the better. Uh, everybody talks about that 10,000 uh, hours uh, magic where mm -hmm. if you've done 10,000 hours on something, now you're a master at it. The problem is in this day and age, it's very hard to get 10,000 hours on a specific thing that is not related to your work. Yeah. yeah, unless it's related to your work, then it's easy to integrate both, either your work or family. If it is not, then you're struggling to actually make those hours. So haven't you hit that already? Your 10,000 10, writing? For writing, yes, I would imagine I have. And that's why I can wake up today or now and say, I want to write something and I will sit yeah, and write. Yeah. No, 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 in a good way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to work for, for you, we need to work backwards. But you can't say, um, it's it's... Uh, how do you put it? Open-ended. There's got to be timelines. First, you set the goals. Start by setting the goals. What do I want to do in three years, in five years, in ten years? Based on my passion. You can't say, I want to have discovered my passion in three years. No. That can't be a goal for three years. It has to be a goal for like, even if it's one month or let's say, okay, six months to a year. I'll have refined the passion and I know what this is what I want to do. And the people who start on something, they run it for three years and they're like, oh no, I made a mistake. This is not what I want to do. But in that mistake, they've learned so much, which will help them in the next thing that they do and they won't make the same mistake. So set the goal, then let's work backwards on what do we need to be doing today on that. One of the things we're already doing is this, the podcast, mm. because we're already driving towards the passion. It will come out. The passion will come. But we are now on a journey that will probably get us there in a shorter time than if you continue sitting or lying in bed, looking through the skyline, trying to <laughs> imagine the stars and the things and where you'll be in three years or five years, jet set life and all. There's got to be things now that start happening, actualizing, actually getting out uh, and going behind the, it's not the right analogy to use right now politically, but the wheelbarrow and push. Because it won't move until you push it. Our passion is supposed to be such a happy place. You just made it seem like so much work. <laughs> but I appreciate it either way. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we have to go into the technical a bit. But oh it is God. the thing that you enjoy doing. That is your passion. Then we try and convert it from just enjoying how do you make money from it. Now it becomes not just a passion, but it's actually a an occupation. It's something that you're doing. We usually say you need every time, everybody needs these three hobbies. Mm. One to make the money, one to keep their mind active, one to keep their body healthy. If you can combine all three into one, good stuff. But for now, let's start on this journey. Let's continue on this journey. <laughs> See where it's going to get us. And please have limited expectations. Just enjoy limited. the journey. Enjoy the journey. But at the back of our minds, mm. we'll sit down and agree on a timeline and yeah, back to it yeah again. because we need so. let's have a focus on something when we achieve it's only we'll get there. but thank All you very right. much that's my two cents I know it's taken more than two cents <laughs> but up on your to me Fikisha Ikizungumingi but thank you I clearly have my work cut out for me I hope this conversation may have helped or will help somebody out there thank you for your time Mr. P Sana for the opportunity. For the opportunity. Yes, thank you. Thank you. All the best. Right. Yep. Thank you. Right. Bye.